0: New in URFM's health and well-being, for our sponsor, Mullen Natural Health Centre, Hamilton. Oh, look, Tuesday means Peter Mullen joins us. Did you like that line about the car outside and the washing inside, Peter? Did that help you? Did you like that? Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. Thought of that on the spot all by myself. <laughs> I have no one writing this quality choice material. Oh, it surprises me because the quality is up there. <laughs> you don't listen. You don't listen when you're not here. Look, uh, today we're going to talk about something that uh, is very important, particularly for kids, but for, those, for the rest of the society generally, um, being anxious and what some of the things that make kids anxious, Peter? And yeah, and definitely one of the things I've noticed more over the last um, decade
1: is the number of kids, you know, sometimes quite young, that are either being diagnosed as, as suffering from anxiety or exhibiting signs of anxiety or, or an
0: overactive nervous system. Peter, your daughter is suffering from anxiety at the moment. Peter Mullendon may have some thoughts for you. Good afternoon.
2: Yeah, good afternoon. How are you? Peter, how can I help? Yes, oh, yeah, I'm a
0: bit concerned
1: about my
2: daughter. She's 15 years old. Yep. And um, she's been complaining of uh, nausea and an itchy throat. And um, she said she's not sleeping well. Yep. Um, this has been ongoing for a long time now, probably about three years.
1: Yep, yep.
2: She's been, she's been checked by specialists and doctors, and they can't find anything wrong with her. Yep. Um, she's very unhappy and just um, concerned about her welfare at the moment.
1: Yeah. Look. At, look. One of the one of the signs of anxiety, or one of the causes of both anxiety and low mood or depression, is sleep and sleep disturbers. St- sorry, poor sleep patterns or sleep disturbance. So, um, if she's not sleeping well, that suggests that her nervous system probably is over revving of a night time, and she's not getting into those deep cycles of sleep that we need for that whole nervous system to repair and recover. Um, definitely. Have she, has she seen has she seen a psychologist at all?
2: She's seen a psychologist in the past. Yeah, but um, she she's only just admitted recently that he might be anxiety. Yeah,
1: for sure, mate. And it is it's a hard thing to come to terms with. Hard thing at that age to understand what's going on and why you might constantly just feel just not not in your own body or not yourself. Um, look, I I would recommend with what's going on with your daughter. There is a couple of things you can try. Um, And and I'll talk about them a bit more later on the show, but things like um, uh, magnesium, um, zinc. Um, Zinc is really, it has been shown to raise GABA levels, which is a a calming neurotransmitter in the brain. Um, Vitamin B complex, particularly B6. But if you think it's um, a bit more serious than that, if you think, you know, there is some mood disturbances there, definitely with the sleep, um, I'd probably take it to see someone like... We'll often recommend kids get onto melatonin for a period of time to help them get into their proper sleep cycles. Um, And sometimes we'll use herbal medicines as well. So I I would see someone that sort of, you know, can help you with anxiety um, and particularly getting those sleep patterns stored. But but the magnesium, zinc and B6 would be a starting place. Okay, so what's
2: um, itchy throat? That's the main complaint she's got. She says she's always got a sore
1: throat yeah look it may well come down to like allergies or intolerances um and we've actually got if you if you um interested we've got a free talk coming up on kids health on tuesday the 13th of march and it's at the um uh charlestown multipurpose center in james street i think it is so you can get more information on our website but on the night if you come up and introduce yourself to me we can have a bit of a chat about what's going on with your daughter and um, but the itchy throat may well be that she's intolerant to something that she's eating, so it might be worthwhile getting that tested out, checked out as well.
2: Yeah, we've got, um, we've done that. We've done the, um, we got her on Nexium for a while. Yeah. Just to eliminate. flux it, yeah. yeah. And now she's on some tablets for allergies. Yeah. Uh, she's finished, and she's still complaining. She's still.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, just a bit, a bit of a loss. What? Um,
1: yeah, what, uh, look come come along to that talk um we also have a free 15 minute chat you can ring and have a chat to one of our naturopaths about it but um i definitely she definitely falls in the category of who a naturopath could help sort out what's going on
0: some great advice there and uh, yes we'll mention that free talk coming up a little bit later so so peter i guess it's anxiety is something that is really out there um l- let's take it back to uh, it's, it's step one i mean what do we consider to be anxiety
1: Well, you know, anxiety is one of those things that we all experience anxious feelings at times in our lives. Um, Like even coming here today, I was running a little bit late. Um, I I noticed that, by the way. (laughs) So I could could feel like, you know, my stress levels were a little bit higher. Um, I was trying not to speed in the traffic. You know, I sort of ran up the stairs when I got here. So every day we'll all experience a certain amount of um, maybe not anxiety, but where our stress response is turned on a little bit high because of certain circumstances. On the same token, if we didn't have that ability to dig deep and and get that extra oomph when we needed to, we'd probably all still be, you know, living in a cave somewhere, (laughs) us men particularly. (laughs) So it's normal for us to have that stress response. Anxiety is more when that stress response our body's normal stress response gets broken, it doesn't work properly, it turns on and it doesn't turn off. And that's where people can be, you know, really feeling just not themselves. And with um in the case of um we were just talking to Peter and about his daughter, one of the reasons why, you know, she may be having this irritated throat all the time is if she's chronically sleep deprived and just so run down with being stressed or anxious. That can cause her immune system to be just more reactive to things. So it it, it's usually a combination of
0: combination of factors so potentially a domino effect one thing affects the other and before you know you're sick as well as being anxious absolutely so some of the signs if you're looking at the kids or grandkids and thinking maybe just maybe what are some of the things that you should be looking out for that may be ticking some of those boxes of, of anxiety
1: well one of the so with with anxiety basically the stress response gets turned on but it doesn't turn off when it should so the anxiety those stress chemicals stay in the body and that person will continue to feel anxious for quite a while after normally should have turned off so in kids one of the most common things that i would see in kids is like all kids you know in the old days when when i was a kid like shy was the terminology used Mm. for anxious you know kids that have to hide behind their parents or um so sort of fearful behavior um kids that become many kids become fearful and anxious in new situations but as they get older they learn ways to develop and cope and their nervous system responds normally but for some kids they never learn to cope or their nervous systems don't don't return to normal so um so kids that are fearful or worried you know more than other kids of the same age um kids that often seek reassurance or clinging to parents um fears where fears might stop them from participating in activities that other children their age do like not wanting to go to a sleepover or not wanting to go to a party where there's going to be a lot of kids um um, they don't want to get they struggle to get ready for school oh that's Um, every kid yeah true (laughs) but they'll often have physical pains such as stomach pains or headaches every morning Mm. you know where they they almost make themselves feel sick well they, Mm. they do make themselves feel sick because they're stressed or anxious um they where they have meltdowns get upset easily cry and this is all kids for sure but it's just mm. where they where their fears seem out of proportion to the issues in their life um these are kids that sometimes always see the negative or the dangerous side of things you know so they'll always comment about you know their sister being too close to the road you know like that 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 almost like that because when their anxiety when those stress hormone levels are a lot are high you're more fearful of everything mm. everything looks more more serious or more dangerous Um, And sleep is probably the biggest issue. You know, kids that have trouble going to sleep over night time, or they're constantly coming out, or they won't go to sleep unless the parents there. And you know, with my kids, my son when he was little, like I think we laid down with him for the first four years of his life. More because, like, if we if we you know if we moved you know, he straight away come out of sleep and, you know, be patting the bed looking for where we were. So, but... And, 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 I'm, and I'm sure if you bring that up
0: now, he says, no, <laughs> shut up, shut up, <laughs> that never happened, that never happened, that never happened. But absolutely, absolutely. Just, so, just, just tell all his friends now that you did that till he was 14. And <laughs> 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 well, look, if you can't embarrass your kids on, um, you, you know, can't. national radio, when, when can you? <laughs> at their 21st, Peter, at absolutely. their 21st. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So these are a lot of things that, like you said, some of this stuff kind of gets boxed into being oh that's just how it is but yeah uh, you're saying that a, a heightened level of you know one or more of these things uh, then you've got an anxious child potentially yeah,
1: absolutely absolutely and we'll go into a bit more about you know what's the cause of why kids are sort of why their nervous systems are so much more reactive mm-hmm. like one of the interesting things and i don't know how true this is but um i was reading somewhere that they were suggesting that if mum when she was pregnant had a lot of stress going on at the time in in her life then the child's nervous system might already be set to a slightly higher stress response because it's sort of coming into the world already with a heightened sense of Mm. danger or, or fear. And as I said, like these anxieties an interesting thing like it is part of our primitive brain yeah so all animals are born with this fight-or-flight response you know whether they're little chickens or little crocodiles or like it's part of every
0: species survival is this fight-or-flight response yeah Is the same to be said though for the pregnancy cravings does that also set you up for a <laughs> weird pallet <of> <laughs> kids and anxiety peter let's get straight back into it some of the causes that are making kids today very anxious
1: well probably the first um first step whenever anyone's being assessed to see whether they are suffering from anxiety um, you know obviously the, the gps is a good good protocol um uh, naturopaths you know it is an area that we can really help a lot with with kids and adults with anxiety as well um, seeing someone that knows how to sort of you know we can't diagnose these sorts of conditions but sure. you know often you've got to work out what the what the underlying causes are so Unfortunately, there's no one answer as to why our kids are, and I do believe it's increasing. You know, mental health. Mm. Twenty five years ago, literally, if you went to see a GP, um, twenty five years ago, they'd tell you there was no such
0: thing as stress. Yeah. So it, you mentioned it's increasing. Is it simply that we ha- are more open to these types of things uh, as opposed to even a couple of decades ago where we weren't? Look, I
1: think. I think that's like a lot of things. I think that we are um, recognizing that it's you know, more of an occurrence these mm. days, and you know a lot of our young young people aren't aren't being equipped or aren't being given the tools to help understand that it's no- normal to feel stressed but when that stress response doesn't turn off then there's a there's a problem mm. um so a couple of things can sort of contribute to to why someone might be more prone towards anxiety so number one would be family history you know, some, some parents or are nervous or anxious by nature, and, you know, I think this can be passed on to the kids as well. One of the um, interesting things that we do as naturopaths is we use iridology not as a diagnosis but as a bit of a screening, and you'll often see nervous system patterns in, in kids' in, in kids' eyes that when you look in the parents' eyes, they've got the same pattern. Mm-hmm. So one of these is called a, um, an anxiety titanic type. Like, I'm an AT. We're fast nervous system types, highly strung. We don't like to think that we're stressed or stressful people, <laughs> but, you know, we can have trouble switching off. So I suspect you're probably an AT. Thank you, mate. As well. Thank I'll bring you. my light in next week and yeah. have
0: a look. Actually do that. We but, should um, do that next week.
1: But we do, we do, yeah, I will. We, we do Um, we do so the we, whole
0: show on that, that, that very subject, like the uridology stuff. Yeah, we're we still can. It.
1: Done. We can. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, we can use to look for these inherited nervous patterns. So... Um, you know because we 've all got different personality types and and, we, and they do run in families, so um, stressful or traumatic events can trigger anxiety in kids makes sense um, and that 's sort of common sense and this is where you know we 're talking before about a stressful or traumatic pregnancy may have an impact on the child 's fight or flight response.
0: What about some uh, things like um, being sort of down in you mentioned something uh, to me before we started uh, i 'm going to get the name of this wrong pyrol disorder yeah, I got pyrol right? disorder I got
1: it wrong So pyrol disorder it's it's a it's a it's a bit of a new-ish, newish concept it's not as black and white as what everybody thought initially but and a lot of um, a lot of GPs don't sort of place a lot of value on this sort of condition as a diagnosis but pyrol genetically is affects maybe up to 10% of the population and um, it's associated with an inability to break down hemoglobin effectively so you end up with an elevated compound in your system called pyrol and pyrol is in excess is neurotoxic like it causes irritation to your nervous system which can aggravate stress and anxiety but the other thing that happens with pyrol is that you also end up with a chronic deficiency in both zinc and vitamin b6 now the problem with being chronically deficient in zinc and b6 is that it may mean that one part of your whole stress coping platform never fully develops properly so often with pyrol patients you know can we get it back yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just by supplementing with an absorbable zinc and an activated B six as well as some other cofactors. Um I've had some kids have amazing results in just being calmer, less reactive, less explosive, you know, happier kids if mm. that's if that's the major contributing factor. Some um, other
0: genetic variations you might be thinking of as well, Peter? Yep, yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, there's so there's a genetic variation called the MTHFR gene, and that for some kids can also contribute to why they might suffer more symptoms of anxiety and maybe even depression
0: as well. You want to discuss anxiety in parents and how that may impact kids with anxiety. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ellen. Ellen, actually.
3: Now, I am a nanny. I've got a few grandkids. Two of those grandkids are going on seven and, and five and a half. Yes. Um, the kids say to me, Yeah, I know, Nan, they're at your place, you've got no problems and I don't. I have no problems. The kids do as they're told. But with mum when mum is around these kids uh these two girls are absolutely paranoid. Oh, wow. um, you know, why wow. let mum they're clinging, kissy cuddle, one more kiss, one more cuddle and then crying and okay. uh absolutely off the planet. <laughs> so yeah. So, what, so you, what would your suggestion be? I have so, no problems. I tell them to do something, they do it. You know, they go to bed when yeah, they okay. to go to bed. Okay.
1: So, you, we, you find that when the mother's around, the kids' behaviour changes. That they become more more anxious around her, or do you think it's yeah, her anxiety?
3: Especially mum. Now, it's got that way that I take the kids to dental appointments and, like, yesterday to an ear specialist and that, and, and the granddaughter, the seven-year-old, went in, got in the chair, never complained, whereas the appointment before, the doctor couldn't even look yeah, in the ear because okay. she was with mum, you know. Yeah, gotcha, if gotcha. she goes to the hospital, they can't even take her temperature. She won't let anybody near her. She's just, okay. Okay. yeah, really over the top, so... Um,
1: Look, I think I think probably in that case, because they're so much better when they're with you, you know, maybe it is more um, something to do with mum's level of anxiety or stress. So I'd, I'd, if I was the mum, I'd go and talk to someone herself about that, like a psychologist, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, from a supplement, I'm going to whiz through some supplements in a minute that could be really beneficial, but for the kids particularly, um, if they're low in magnesium, that really plays a big role in helping them to keep calmer and more relaxed, um, there's some magnesium powders you can use. Where where are your ki- Where are your grandkids?
3: They're in Raymond Terrace with me. So the okay. younger one who started school this year, she's more aggro now. Like she's very clingy, but at the same time, she gets very angry.
1: Yeah, okay. Look, I've got, I've got a really good magnesium powder in Newcastle. If you want to come down, I'm happy to give you a bottle of that, no charge. And we can try it with the little ones and see if you think it makes a difference. But um, I'd also get Mum to go and have a chat with someone as well. Um,
3: yeah, because mum as a child was okay herself, but she is very um, stressful these days.
1: Yeah, look, everyone, everyone, so many people are these days with pace of life, etc. Yeah, it
3: should be thirty days this year, and she has her own business, and yeah, she does get very stressed out. She's becoming very OCD.
1: Okay, <laughs> she never we, was. We might get we might get mum on to some magnesium <laughs> as well. So if if you want to try some of that magnesium, um, if you give our office a call. And um, you can call in and um, I can give you a bottle of that just to try with the girls
0: and maybe for mum as well. I think you can, as you can imagine, Peter, you certainly can. Running your own business brings its own set of challenges.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) And And stresses. People don't realise that their nervous system, you know, when you're 20, your nervous system probably did sit at a 5 out of 10. Mm. But what happens over time, it's like someone turning the volume switch up on your radio until now, your normal level of stress stress is an 8 or a 7 or an 8. So when you're a 7 or an 8, it doesn't take too much extra for you to keep hitting that ceiling. And eventually, with anxiety, it's when you break through that ceiling. That's when it's all out of control. So, so, Pete, so Peter, if you've been thinking,
0: listeners have been listening along, thinking, I th- I know that my child fits into this category. They're very anxious. Some of the strategies, very quickly, for helping out the kids.
1: Well, magnesium is my, or uh, well, magnesium and zinc, but magnesium's probably number one. It increases a neurotransmitter in the in the brain called GABA, which puts the brakes on the brain's activity. So it's particularly good for helping kids with sleep issues and ADD. Um, zinc an activated B6. Zinc has also been shown to help or raise GABA levels, particularly if someone's deficient. Um, As I said, if you think your child might have pyrrole, then zinc and an activated B6. Um, One of my favourite amino acid formulas, N-acetylcysteine, has been shown to reduce inflammation in the brain, which has been linked to both anxiety and depression and melatonin we talked about before which is only on prescription through your gp for sleep and herbal medicines like i i love carver, you know and Carver is the fijian um herbal medicine that, you know, they use in ceremonies over there, but we'll sometimes use carver um, and other herbs in a, in a sleep mix maybe for kids as well. But it's all about helping to just to retrain that nervous system, rebalance that nervous system.
0: There are a couple of lifestyle factors you've got on your sheet here as so well. reduced screen time, exercise and a bit more family time. Absolutely. Absolutely. These kids need
1: more, more security,
0: not less security. So, Get off the phone, get off the iPhone, get off the tablet. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We hear that all the time, Peter. Now, you've got your talk coming up on uh, next Tuesday for Kids Health. Yeah, one of my favourite talks for the year
1: um, at that Kids Health talk, as we were saying before to Peter, um, I'll be talking about um, conditions like anxiety in our kids, um, ADD, learning and behavioural issues, um, kids that get sick all the time, that get allergies. You know, looking for some of the common... Um, root causes and you know some really great ways that parents can be helping their kids straight away and uh next
0: week on the radio are we going with what's on the program or are we doing the eyes come on Um, you've got food intelligence uh, next week can we can we bump that can we bump that i will see i will see see. your works of magic (laughs) back in the uh, i think
1: i think i think we can do some stuff around iridology because that's going to be relevant also for our kids talk as well well, i
0: I can tell you he's not only i'll see what the powers that be (laughs) agree to Namely my wife. Another wife. (laughs) So I don't have one of those. I can make my own decisions. So you haven't written it in pencil. You've written it in pen. So I I think we're talking aerodology next week. I think we can do that. Thanks, Peter. As always, a great program. We will talk to you about something next Tuesday afternoon. Fantastic. See you then. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel.